Have you ever struggled with money or wondered how to get the money that you need to both live your life and do the thing that God's called you to do? Lots of people struggle with that. I'm going to tackle that today here on 5-Minute Mentoring. Have you ever wanted to have someone in your life who you could ask real questions about your art, your business, and even your walk with the Lord? Well, that's exactly what we do every Friday here on 5-Minute Mentoring, where I answer one question from one of my awesome podcast listeners in order to help you start really thriving as the artist you know God created you to be. I'm really glad that you're here with me today because I want to talk about a subject that can be a real frustration for a lot of people, and that is money. All right, Not too long ago, I actually uh, posted something in one of my Facebook groups about finances. And uh, like a lot of times when I, when I post things about finances and provision and that sort of thing, people really take notice. And the reason why is because a lot of people struggle in the area of finances, especially Christians and especially even more <laughs> Christian artists. Lots and lots of artists struggle with the the thing of, you know, wanting to do what God's called them to do, but feeling like they don't have the money or the financial provision. And, you know, it's really interesting and kind of sad even. It's interesting how people will create a theology around lack or around not having the funds they need in order to justify their situation, as opposed to changing their mindset to believe God's truth about how money really flows um, to us as his children. And so I want to talk about that today um, in a brief kind of way, just to give you a kind of a three-step process that I think is a really easy, simple way to start thinking about finances um, in your life so that that doesn't paralyze you from being able to do the thing that God's called you to do. All right. Now, just by way of, of introduction, and again, I've talked about this a lot in my Created to Thrive book and some of my other books, uh, even the first book, Unlocking the Heart of the Artist, years ago. Um, but the first thing, just by way of introduction and kind of to set the groundwork, a couple of things I want to remind you of. Number one, provision is not something that you have to earn, all right? Uh, it's something that is a promise from God to all of his children. You can either choose to receive it or you can choose to walk by your own strength in kind of that mammon system of the world, that idea that if it's going to be, it's up to me, all right? You could, that's two different, completely different world systems. You can choose as a, as a child of God. You get to choose. <laughs> Are you going to actively cultivate all right, a connection with the Lord and, and learn how provision flows with him and receive provision from him? Or you can get out there and kind of do it yourself and run around the bushes and, and wonder why you're frustrated and wonder why money is always eluding you and, and that sort of thing. All right. Um, the other thing that is really, really, really important to understand again, just by way of foundation, it is is that your finances and your provision are always connected to your assignment, all right? Even if you look in Matthew 6, 33, what does the Bible say? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and what? All these things will be added unto you. Well, he's talking about physical provision uh, in that verse right there. And I just love to think about it this way. As I seek first the kingdom, All right. And not just in general terms, but in specific terms. That is the way that I'm wired, the way that God specifically designed me to walk as his son, as his daughter in the kingdom, as I pursue that and his righteousness. All right. What does that mean? That means that this is not about me, (laughs) not about, you know, me doing anything or, or me being 
you know, the man or, or me being qualified. No, I'm, I, I'm not trying to boast in me. I'm boasting in the Lord and in what he's done for me, his righteousness. All right. I'm righteous through him. As I get those two things right, what? The Bible says all these things will be added unto us. All right. And so I just find over the years that as I will be true to who God's called me to be and seek his kingdom in line with my design, that's where provision flows. All right. Uh, And so that's just by way of introduction. Those two things I think are really, really important. Otherwise, you get out there trying to make it happen by yourself. You get out there doing life like everybody else is doing it, working a job that you hate, thinking that money is scarce, feeling like you can't ever get ahead, uh, wondering why you can't uh, do the things that other people do, wondering why God is seemingly blessing them, but not you. Listen, that's not God's best (laughs) for your finances, all right? And you have to disconnect, literally, all right? Disconnect from that old mindset and connect intentionally with a new mindset of how the kingdom flows, all right? Especially as it, it regards to regards finances, all right? Now, three things that I think are really an easy kind of a little model to think about when you need money. And again, you need money for a project. You need money for an idea. You need money for a, um, a dream or a vision that God's called you to. You need money just to live and, and to, to do. We need money, all right? Don't be one of those people that says, oh, I don't need money. I'm not about the money. Of course you need money. <laughs> you're in this world, all right? You, your bills are, are got to be paid, all right? You've got to pay your mortgage. You've got to pay the rent. You've got to do all these kind of things. Now, listen, it's never about money, all right, because money is just a tool, but you need money to do the things that God's called you to do and to live and to exist in this life, all right? So the question is, again, not is money bad. Money's not bad. Money's just a tool, all right? The issue is, where are we receiving it from and who do we believe is our source? All right. Obviously, we know that God's our source, but I want to give you these three things. Uh, Just the first one is so, the second one is look, the third one is go. All right. So, look, and go. All right. When you need money, if you'll do these three things, I believe you'll begin to see God show up in a huge way in your life. All right. Now, the first thing I just want to remind you, you know, so, all right, what does that mean? Well, I've learned over the years that anytime I'm in a situation, especially when fear and anxiety are coming with it, and for a lot of people, money can be that, all right? You always want to, you don't want to acquiesce to that, all right? And that's what a lot of people do. Oh, I'd love to go to that conference, but I just don't, I just don't think I can afford that. Oh, you know, I'm on a fixed income. Oh, I can't do that. Or, well, maybe next year. Maybe maybe one day the Lord will open the door. That sounds real spiritual, doesn't it? Maybe one day the Lord will open the door. Yeah, I just... See, what is that doing? That's acquiescing, all right, to fear and anxiety and all that sort of thing, as opposed to coming in the opposite spirit. That's always... Listen, that's just a kingdom principle. This is free. (laughs) If the enemy comes at you with fear, you come at him with faith. If the enemy comes at you through somebody with hatred, you come at them with love. If somebody comes uh, at you taking advantage of you, you come at them with mercy. All right, that's that's a kingdom principle. And so when the enemy comes at you with fear and lack, you don't have enough money. You're never going to have enough money. You don't have what you need. You'll never be able to do that thing. You want to join that mentoring program? You can't afford to do that. You'll never be able to do that. Nobody wants to buy your work. Who would pay that much for that? All that kind of junk. All right. 
The first thing that I want to encourage you to do is sow. Sow. The Bible says in Galatians, what, you know, God is not mocked. Whatever somebody sows, whatever man sows, so shall he reap. All right. That is so important. You got to realize it's just a great kingdom principle. If you need something, sow that thing. All right. So out of your need, when you sow intentionally, when you take the thing that you need, if I, if I need this pen, all right, and I say, oh, I need more pens, I need more of this, and I take that and I sow that, I'm declaring in the face of the enemy that this pen is not my source, that I'm not my source. I'm sowing it into the kingdom on purpose. Why? Because I'm declaring in the face of the enemy, you are not my source. You do not define me. Fear and anxiety do not define me. I am defined as a son of God. And then as you sow into the kingdom, all right, and, and I'm not telling you where, and I'm not telling you how much the Lord will tell you that, all right, he, he speaks to you, all right, but as you do that, realize, for example, like Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, all right? You begin to declare those verses and say, Father, as I'm sowing this into your kingdom, I know that whatever I sow so shall I reap. I know that you are my source. I declare victory over fear and anxiety in Jesus' name. And Father, as I sow this, now I'm sowing this with an expectation to receive, all right? To receive. Because the Bible says, whatever you sow, what? So shall you reap. You don't plant a seed and not expect to receive something, not expect to to get a harvest, all right? So when you sow the seed, declaring God's word over there, declaring God's provision, declaring God's promise over that, you can begin to expect and thank God for a harvest. All right? That's that's God's word. That's how that works. Listen, Tanya and I have done this for years, and we have sown $100. We have sown thousands of dollars, depending. I've sown artwork. I've sown, we've sown all kinds of things, all right? When we were in a place of need or we were in a place of expecting and believing God for something really big that stretched our faith, immediately, immediately, we will sow. Why? Because in the middle of that, we're declaring that God is our provider. He's the one that's going to make a way. And we want to use our money because, listen, wherever your money is, that's where your heart is. All right, that's why Jesus preached on money so much. <laughs> if you're afraid to let go of a seed, how is God going to entrust you with a harvest? All right, so wherever he calls you to do that, at your church, um, you know, in a ministry, uh, somewhere in the kingdom, plant it in good soil in the kingdom, expecting uh, to receive and declare his word over that. All right, now the second thing when you do, after you do that, so the second thing I want to say is you got to begin to look look for the harvest. Now, what does that mean? Well, there's three things as you're looking. The first thing I would say is, look look in your hand. <laughs> I always encourage artists, I do this in the mentoring program all the time, ask the Lord, what's in my hand right now that could make a difference? How could I take what's in my hand right now and see that begin to produce a harvest in my life. It may not be humongous, but it. How can I get a win with this right now? All right. The second, but the second thing I want to encourage you to do is 
look for the fragments in your life. Remember when when the little boy brought the the fish and the loaves to Jesus and they uh Jesus prayed over that multiplied it and as they passed it out it just kept multiplying and multiplying and multiplying and then the Bible says that he sent the disciples out and they picked up all the fragments all the forgotten pieces all the pieces that got overlooked begin to ask the lord say lord are there things that are overlooked in my life in my money in my finances in the way that i'm doing are there things that are overlooked that maybe i've got access to to money or a resource or an asset but i just forgot about it i i just didn't even remember that it was there all right begin to ask him all right money that you might be paying to um for for a bill that's just a kind of recurring thing that you that you totally forgot maybe there's um maybe you've been meaning to have that yard sale and you just never did it maybe there maybe you've got a whole bunch of of artwork that's sitting around your studio maybe little sketches maybe little studies or things like that that if you brought them together they could be a collection that that you could sell or that you could put out it or maybe you could make prints of i'm just saying just the fragments just the things that you forgot about. All right, look for those. Ask the Lord. And then the third thing I would say just in regard to looking is ask the Lord for an idea. <laughs> See, I'm a big believer, all right, that it when you have an expense coming up, all right, and just in in general for living, instead of thinking, oh, I can't afford that. Oh, I can't do that. What will I ever, I'll never be able to do that. Listen, when you do that, that immediately blocks the provision of God in your life through lack of faith. It It's like putting up a wall around saying, you know what, around you saying, you know what, I, I don't want to receive. I, I'm not in faith. <laughs> I'm not in faith. I'm trying to do this on my own and I don't see any way to do it. And so I'm just putting up a wall. But listen, when you, when an idea comes on your heart, when it comes on your mind, when there's an opportunity that you think, wow, I would love to do that. Wow, I would love to take advantage of that. Wow, that's my dream. I want to go for that. Instead of thinking about all the ways that you can't do it, begin to ask the Lord, Lord, will you begin to show me an idea that will help me to create an asset that I can create once or do once? and get paid for over and over and over again. Again, instead of begging God for money, because God doesn't have money, by the way. He didn't, why would he need money in heaven? All right? Money is here in, in this realm. All right? So God, God gives ideas. God gives inspiration. Ask God. Say, God, would you give me something that would allow me to generate the finances that I need in order to do the thing that you've called me to do? And listen, as you get used to that, guess what? As you're fruitful first, then he'll multiply that. If you're faithful with a little bit, he'll make you ruler over much. That's how that works. All right. So, so first, look second. All right. And then the third thing, and this is so important. The third thing is go. That is when God shows you something, all right, or when God deposits something into you, an idea, a revelation, an opportunity, or whatever it is, you got to go. All right. If you look in Matthew 25, one of my favorite parables, the parable of the talents, when G, when the, you know, Jesus is talking about, you know, the farmer comes to the field and he gives uh, three guys that are there in the field. One guy, five talents, one guy, two talents, one guy, one talent. All right. 
It's interesting to me that the one that got five talents, it says some translations say he went at once. Others say he went quickly or immediately. All right. See, the guy who got the biggest investment, he'd been in this a while. And he knew that when the father gives him something, (laughs) when his master gives him something, he needs to go quickly and act on that thing. See, many times when God gives you an idea or an opportunity, it has a lifespan. Now, you don't have to be worried or in fear about that, but just realize there's opportunities. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to over the years where, you know, they hear that, you know, God's called me to raise up an army of artists and do the things that I'm I'm doing out there and all that. And people will say, oh, yeah, God, God called me to do that 25 years ago. I'm like, great. What have you done with that? Well, well, um, nothing. See, God may have given them a window to do something, but they missed the window. They didn't act. And so I'm telling you, especially as in, in regards to provision and walking in the marketplace, when God shows you something, when he gives you an idea, all right, and you have, you know, you know that you know that you know this is the Lord. I've got confirmation. I feel good about it. If you're married, husband and wife, we feel we're in faith together, we're in agreement, then go for it. All right. Walk in faith and begin to pursue that thing and take advantage of it. Listen, if you will sow and then look and then go, you will see God's provision showing up in your life and you will break the back of the enemy in regards to finances over your life. Instead of walking in fear, you can walk in faith. Instead of walking in lack, you can walk in provision. Not just because God gets in a good mood. No, that's (laughs) that's not how it works. Because you're learning to cooperate with the Holy Spirit and the flow of heaven in your life. See, listen, it's God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It's God's good pleasure to pour out on you more than you can ask or imagine. It's God's good pleasure to put dreams in your heart and give you every ability that you need to be able to fund and and uh and walk in those things in the fullness of his design in your life. That is absolutely how the kingdom works. And um, my prayer for you today is that as you, as you will start pursuing that, uh, faith is going to rise and you're going to see God do some incredible, incredible things in your life. All right. Well, hey, listen, I love you. Uh, let me pray for you real quick and uh, then I'm going to get out of here. But uh, I hope this has been encouraging to you today. You don't have to struggle with money. All right. You can absolutely right now, today, start stepping into uh, the divine provision of heaven for your life. All right. Father, in Jesus name, I thank you, Lord, that you are our provider, not because somehow we earned it, not because somehow that we made it happen uh, or like you're a genie in the bottle, but God, because you're a good God, you're a good, good father who desires to give good gifts to your children, who has promised to provide for us, Lord, who is released us and delivered us from the curse of poverty and lack in Jesus' name. And so, Father, I just thank you that there's grace right now to shift for people to move their their belief about the source of their provision from themselves and from, from the system of this world over to you, who is a good father who desires to lavish every good thing on us as we seek your kingdom and walk faithfully 
in the things that you called us to. Lord, do that today by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.